Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. On today, we are continuing in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. If you haven't been with us, it's perfectly fine. But I highly recommend going back and listening to last week and listening to Mondays and Tuesdays podcasts. It will still make sense if you don't do that now. (laughs) We are walking through Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, very slowly. We're going to be finishing up today, actually. Um, And we are really diving deeply into what God has for us in this verse because there's so much of it. such a blessing and we so often just run right through it. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. Amen. So even though the verse ends with a comma, actually, to be continued tomorrow with verse 2, we are looking at the words set before us because we are going to focus on what exactly does this mean? On Monday, we looked at active persistence, and yesterday we looked at the race. But as we finish up verse 1 to look at set before us, I looked at the original Greek, um, and I thought what was interesting is it's not as uh, simple, maybe, as you would think. And as if you've been listening to these podcasts and you've been hearing me talk about the original Greek in a lot of these different parts of the verses, and what I love is the different nuances to the to the words that are being used, which is also why we have so many different versions of the Bible, right? Because in the King James Version, it might say one thing, and then in the Amplified Version, it might say another thing, and... In the New Living Translation, it might say another thing, but they all still mean the same thing. It's just different ways of saying it. Um, But one of the things I loved about, and and that's the same thing in English too. Like, if you think of, um, I'm trying to think of a good example of a good word. There's so many words that we can use in different ways. Um, But if you think of the word, well, run. We know that we use the word like run, like running a race, but we also know we use the word run like I'm running late to get there. Like if someone were to translate that literally, like they're going to think that you're actually physically running. (laughs) So in the Greek, there's multiple nuances and ways to understand the word. And so the word, the word set before us is actually um, the phrase set before is one word in Greek, which I think is also very cool. And it means to... Um, to be placed before or in front of, it also does mean to, to be set before, but it also means to be placed before the eyes or to lie in sight or to stand in front of something, to be appointed, to be destined, and I love that part of the ver- of the definition, to be there, to be present, to be at hand. I also love that part of the definition. So when we think about to be set before as meaning to be present, to be appointed, to be destined. To me, in the context of, of, of this verse, of running the race that's been set before us, to me, that means that we are on the path that God has us on. And that helps me. Because no matter what I'm going through, whatever trials and tribulations, if I truly believe it's the path that God has me on, then I find it easier to be encouraged. So let's pause and reflect. What what path does God have you on? What is the race that's been set before you? Um, and what are the parts maybe that you like? Or what are the parts that you don't like? And think about how can we be more mindful that this is where God has us for a reason. 
and we'll be right back. So when I thought about all those things, I think I gave us like the longest list of things to pause and reflect on. (laughs) Definitely not enough time to do that. Um, I was thinking about the race that God has me running, the race that's been set before us, the the path that I'm on. um, When I don't like it, when I find it horrible, when I'm whining, crying out to God, like, what are you doing? And why am I going through this? And what do you want me to learn? And can you please hurry up and teach it to me so we can move on? Like if you eavesdropped on my prayers, you'd hear things along those lines. <laughs> but when I think about um, just the overall point of view that I want to have as I'm as I'm moving through my holiest, hotest life, and as I'm going through the parts of my life that I don't enjoy, I I try to focus. I try to refocus my mind on the parts that I have been enjoying. I try to really work towards having an attitude of gratitude. Some days are better than others. Some moments are better than others. But when I'm actively moving through something that's really difficult, I I make it a point to focus on the positive. And again, I'm not great at it. (laughs) That's why it's called living my holiest hot mess life. Um, Because if I were great at it, maybe my life wouldn't be such a hot mess. But I want us to be encouraged because as we are being present, as we are being in the midst of the race that we have before us, of the life that God has destined us for and appointed us to, we need to think about what is our purpose and everything God has purpose. So a lot of times our greatest ministry, our greatest work comes out of our greatest pain and suffering. I think about the people that are the most encouraging people. Those are the people that have been through stuff. It's not the people who just happen to fall into an easy, cushy, wonderful life. I think about how sometimes some of my friends have the most amazing family dynamics. Like their parents are the kindest, most wonderful, loving people. They're totally rooted and grounded in Jesus. They had this like practically perfect childhood they got into the college of their dreams they met the the their love of their life they had this wonderful marriage which of course is still work because marriages work but I think about how those people really do exist um however even in the existence of those seemingly perfect lives those very same people have incredible suffering along the way that we might just not see or know about they might have some kind of physical health ailment or they might have lost some loved ones tragically. And so I want us to be encouraged that this race that is set before us, this life that we are living, that God has us on this path that we are on, no matter how much we might have messed up, no matter how much we might have wandered off from what God originally had for us, He's our good, good father. And he is also all powerful, all knowing and all present everywhere at all times. So there's nothing we can do that has messed ourselves up or what God has for us in a way that he can't fix it and redirect us. Now, obviously, if we continue to refuse to go where God wants us to go and refuse to do what God wants us to do, then he will eventually let us do what we want to do and we have to reap the consequences of what we sow but if you think about Jonah who absolutely refused to do what God wanted him to do he went in the opposite direction God told him to go and then ended up in the in the belly of a very large fish or whale or whatever it was sea creature in the end when Jonah repented and said okay okay I'll do it God still made a way God saved his life when he got thrown off the ship 
God brought him back to a place where he could go to Nineveh and God put the words in his mouth to teach the Ninevites what they needed to do. And even when Jonah got grumpy (laughs) that the Ninevites repented, God still provided for him. And so I pray that as we live our holiest hot mess lives, that we will see God at work in the midst of what we're doing and that when we become discouraged, we will choose an attitude of gratitude. We will choose to listen to praise and worship music. We will choose to phone a friend and be encouraged in prayer and that we will remember that God is at work in our lives. We will remember that he is our good, good father and that he has plans to prosper us and to give us a future and a hope even in the midst of desolation. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, thank you that you are with us in our holiest, hot mess lives, that this race that has been set before us is is not random, but it is preordained by you, Lord God, that you know every moment of our lives, Lord God, and you have every hair on our heads numbered. You are intimately involved in the intricate details of our lives. Lord, let us live lives that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to refocus on you. Help us to be bold and courageous in you and help us as we live our holiest happiness lives to recognize that you are at work in the midst. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray this was a blessing for you. I pray that you like, share, and subscribe and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest hot mess life. God bless.